Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VEASAN's Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show with Wes Reynolds and sometimes Matt Humans. Here is Brady Cannon. All right, this is Matt Humans. Sometimes Brady Cannon is here, but he's not today. <laughs> this is Long Shots, the world's number one rated golf show and uh, golf betting show. And I'm sad to report that Brady Cannon's not here because the Live Golf Tour was looking for a podcast host and threw a bundle of money mm-hmm. at Brady, and he's gone. He's off to the Saudis. But you're happy to accept it, correct? He's, he's hosting a podcast called Live Shots. <laughs> no, that's not true. Brady's going to be back next week. He just took a quick vacation to Colorado. Wes Reynolds joins me. Wes, riding high off a U.S. Open win with Matt Fitzpatrick. I had the bridesmaid, Will Zalatoris. And, uh, Wes, you also had Zalatoris. We had a three-horse race to the finish line at the U.S. Open right outside of Boston. Matt Fitzpatrick wins it, tied for second with Willie Z and Scheffler, the Masters champ, uh, throwing back nine on Sunday at Brookline. Yeah, two uh, two bridesmaids in a row, by the way, for Will Zalatoris and Majors, of course, was second at the uh, at the PGA in the playoff, lost to Justin Thomas. But uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, look, well done all around, ends up six under par, winning by one. And if you look at the numbers, really go inside the stats, number one in strokes gained around the green. We thought that was going to be very important this week, fast greens and very small greens up there at Brookline. First in greens and regulation, 17 of 18 greens on a major championship Sunday. Uh, that's usually going to get it done, certainly did for Fitzpatrick. Number two also, what people I think really marveled at that maybe haven't been following Fitzpatrick lately, he has absolutely added length off the tee. And I think the commentator on NBC, I believe is Dan Hicks, like averaging about 10 yards more a distance. I'm like, I'll take the over on 
on that because he's absolutely smoking it off the tee. He was second for strokes gained off the tee, fifth in driving accuracy, tenth in strokes gained approach. So that's going to get it done. Matt Fitzpatrick finally gets a win on American soil. He actually wins the U.S. Open on the same course that he won the U.S. Amateur back in 2013. Only two other players have ever done that. Jack Nicklaus won the U.S. Open and the U.S. Amateur, both at Pebble Beach. Julie Inkster on the women's side did the same, the U.S. Women's Amateur and the U.S. Women's Open at Prairie Dunes. All right. A history lesson there from Wes Reynolds. Yeah, we give we give little <laughs> nuggets. Uh, we 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 find some things, but nevertheless, uh, Will Zalatoris. At least he was in the fight again. I don't think that this is like Xander Shoffley syndrome, a guy you and I have bet on quite frequently. Yeah, over I gave years. up on Xander. Yeah, we're not giving up though. I don't think on Will Zalatoris. Just I think yet. Xander Shoffley has turned in to the next Ricky Fowler. And at some point, when Ricky Fowler finished in the top five of all four majors, mm-hmm. a lot of people were betting him, including me, to win a major. And eventually, I had to give up. I said, the, guy, the kid doesn't have it. He doesn't have the it factor it takes to win these type of tournaments when the pressure's on. Xander Shoffley statistically profiled as a guy who was going to win a major. Mm-hmm. He still might. But I had to pull the plug on him last year. I don't, I don't bet. But you got tired of paying the weight. It's like, let me let him win one before I bet one again. <laughs> I mean, Shoffley won a couple tournaments for me, uh, but not uh, nothing like a major. And uh, he collapsed so many times, so it looked to me like he wasn't going to win when the pressure was on. And there's a lot of pressure, Wes, down the stretch. I don't think Will Zalatoris gave in to pressure. No. Matt Fitzpatrick hit a couple yeah, big he just, shots. He just got beat. He hit a bomb on the green. He hit a long putt. He hit a great fairway bunker shot on mm-hmm. the 72nd hole. Mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick just outplayed him down the stretch. I don't think Zalatoris collapsed. All right, so as we move on toward the fourth major of the uh, 2022 year, we look at the British Open next month. What do you take away from the U.S. Open that you can apply to handicapping the British, and who would be right now maybe your top five as we look to St. Andrews in July? Well, I think when you look, obviously – you know, it's going to be hard to get away from Will Zalatoris. I know not a lot of Lynx golf experience, but you know who else didn't have a lot of Lynx Colin golf experience? Marikawa. Colin Marikawa last year at Royal St. George. I remember the week before he missed the cut at the Scottish Open, and yep. it's like, yeah, I'm really having trouble on my irons, you know, getting through the ball because this turf is thicker over here in Scotland. So what does he do? He changes a couple irons in his bag, uh, gets a couple longer irons in terms of shaft length, and then goes and wins the Claret Jug last year. So I don't think... I you don't want to necessarily overrate Link's experience because Colin Marikawa showed you can absolutely win without a lot of it, and I think Zalatoris could be the same. The obvious favorite is going to be Rory McIlroy, uh, yet another top 10. I think he was tied for fifth uh, last weekend. So three top 10s, second, eighth, and fifth so far in the major season in 2022. So you got to expect he's going to get a lot of play, and of course being such a historic course at St. Andrews, I could see absolutely why he's the favorite. The usual suspects are right up there. The Rom, Scheffler, Thomas. Marikawa is a little bit shorter because he is the defending champion. Jordan Spieth has won over there before. Matt Fitzpatrick all of a sudden now a top five to top seven guy on the odds board, and that's about where I thought he would be. But I'm going to be looking, you know, a little bit because it's going to be hard over the next couple weeks because you're going to see a lot of these top players take off. I don't think you're going to see a lot of them play the John Deere or play the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So the next time after this week, we may see some top players is at the Scottish Open. You know, uh, Frank Nobolo, no, did I pronounce that right? Frank Nobolo. 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 I knew that. <clears throat> I just choked under pressure. 
Frank Nablo joined us on Follow the Money yesterday morning. He's CBS Sports Golf Analyst. And uh, Frank said he thinks Rory can play St. Andrews in his sleep, and he's one of his uh, top five players for the British next month. He said he wasn't sure how Will Zalatoris would adapt to the wind and Lynx golf, and I think that's a question that a lot of us who've been betting Willie Z have to uh, answer by the time we handicap that. I, I did not make any early bets for the British. I haven't either. Okay, okay. Well, how about this week at the Travelers? We have a strong field. Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy at top. Spieth is here this week as well. Um, Wes, when you looked at the board, did you play any of the favorites, any of the top five or six guys? Because I did not. Just one, and that was Patrick Cantlay at 15-1, to 1, who has some decent history here. Actually uh, shot a 60 as an amateur when he was still a student at UCLA back in 2011. That's still the lowest round by an amateur ever to be shot on the PGA Tour. And I thought he played solid last weekend. I think, you know, we're, we're kind of getting lukewarm on Cantlay because he hasn't done it in a major mm-hmm. yet. He's got one top five, I think, in like 21 major championship starts. But T14 shot 70-69, one under par on the weekend and plus this is a Pete Dye course by the way here at TPC River Highlands uh 6852 yards par 70 it's like the second shortest course on the PGA Tour I believe so this is a guy when you look at Pete Dye designs Number one in total stroke gained on Pete Dye courses last 24, 36, and 50 rounds. He was in the playoff on a Pete Dye course earlier this year, and Jordan Spieth nicked him in the playoff. So you can see why those two guys are are getting supported here. But basically, when you look at the courses and you know some of the stats, you got to gain off the tee here, even though this isn't a bomber's course, but you got to have a good mix of length and accuracy. Approach is always important. Proximity, about half of your shots in the green are going to be in, the, in like the 150-yard range. So I looked at proximity 150 to 175. I also looked strokes gained par 4, 400 to 450. This is a par 70. Eight of the 12 par 4s are between 400 and 450 yards. So I think you're going to want to look at that very closely this week. All right, that's the Travelers Championship in Cromwell, Connecticut. Do you think it's a hangover week for the top players off the major? Because a lot of times, the week after a major, as a handicapper, I'm just, I have a hard time sometimes getting excited for the event. I would think as a player, you would have to have a, a kind of a, a similar feeling about it. You know, it. it very well could be. And when I looked at a lot of the guys on the top of the boards – you don't have a lot of contending finishes here between like Thomas and McElroy and Scotty Scheffler. He's played here twice. I think his best finish is 47th, obviously a much different player. Now you've seen chalk win here a couple times. It was Spieth in 2017 was a 10 to one Bubba Watson in 2015 was a 14 to one, but a lot of the winners in recent years have come kind of in the mid range. Harris English 35 to one last year, DJ 30 to one in 2020. You had Ches Reeby, I think at around 70 to one. That was a winner here in 2019. So middle-range guys, I think, is where the bulk of my card comes in. Yeah, 2019, week. I was at the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, and I watched Ches Reeby that week, and I loved the way he was striking the ball. Yeah. And I said, I'll take a shot on him at a big number. And beat my Keegan Bradley uh, down right. the stretch there. He finished well, second. Well, Wes, you can't win them all. All yeah, right, let's bring in Chris the Bear Felica from ESPN. Joins us now to handicap this week's golf tournament. Bear, uh, thanks for jumping on today. Have you cashed tickets to win in any of the three majors so far this season? Uh, yes, I, I had Scotty Scheffler at the Masters, which was uh, which was very good. I had Justin Thomas at the PGA, which uh-huh. was good. And then last week, I was uh, extremely unlucky. I, 
I backed three guys pretty pretty good last week. I, uh, Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, and Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. And uh, ironically, too, I had Colin Morikawa mid round uh, on Friday at twenty to one to be the thirty six hole leader. So uh, I, it was the uh, the sixty foot putt by Joel Damon on Friday that that split that twenty to one ticket. And then on uh, <laughs> on Sunday it was a sixty foot putt by Matt Fitzpatrick that kind of. Uh, Put the uh, the damper on my uh, Scotty Scheffler ticket. So uh, uh, no 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 luck at the uh, the U.S. Open, but I'll certainly take uh, what I've had so far. Just quickly uh, echoing what you guys were just talking about uh, about the U.S. Open and kind of is there a lull? Interestingly, every winner of the Travelers since 2016 has coming off of played in the U.S. Open. So mm-hmm. maybe it's not necessarily guys who have contended, like you said, with like a like like, like a Shes Reeve or a Keegan Bradley or someone like that. But uh, they have played the week before, really not a very difficult travel situation here, just an easy hour-and-a-half drive down from, uh, from Boston. Course, kind of grass is kind of, kind of similar, light landscape is kind of similar. So uh, uh, yeah, I, I would think that the winner probably will come again for one of those guys who played uh, up, up in Brooklyn this past week. Wes Reynolds and I both had JT at the PGA, and I've had uh, Will Zalatoris in the PGA and the U.S. Open. So I'm, I'm getting a little tired, bear, of uh, finishing second with Willie Z, but I'm not alone. A lot of people have played Willie Z this year and come up short in the majors. All right, so we go from Boston to Cromwell, Connecticut. This is your neck of the woods, the Travelers Championship at TPC River Highlands. Uh, what type of player do you think uh, fits the profile at that course this week? I, I, I think distance certainly. It's, it's, it's a short, one of the shortest courses out there. So you would think distance isn't necessarily a mandate, and the courses played pretty fair. You've seen uh, your your bombers who just kind of drive it all over the place, like Bubba Wind. You've seen some of your in between guys and some of your shorter hitters, uh, whether it's been a Chez Reeve or whether it's been a, a Harris Singles. So, like, I don't think it necessarily favors a, a particular type of bomber or a, a shortcut. But I think uh, a couple of the things that I would uh, look forward to. Uh, maybe accuracy might not be as important as distance if you want to just give yourself a, a, an easier shot. In them. I think how you, well you play par fours uh, is big. A good number of par fours on this course, uh, you're going to get a, uh, a winner probably in the 17, 18, 19 under par range because of the, uh, uh, the, the ease that they're going to attack the screens. And I think one thing to consider as well uh, with the winning score being so low, it's kind of humid right now. We're going to get rain tonight. We're going to get rain Wednesday. It's going to be very hot and humid on the weekend. Uh, and a very little wind. And this course is going to be pretty defenseless uh, without any wind to kind of maybe speed some of those greens up. So uh, I've been looking for a guy that can play par four as well and can go out and shoot a, uh, a really low number. Uh, we've got five of the top ten in the, in the world rankings here this week. And they're kind of... Travelers have been getting really good at least over recent years. And, you know, you look at the guys, you got to believe five guys anywhere from 10 to one to like 18, maybe just a little bit inside 20 to one. Did any of those favorites necessarily appeal to you this week? Yeah. The, 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 one, one, of the, one of the shorter prices is the guy who I like, I like Sam Burns. He's someone who uh, I actually laid a pretty big price before the year started on him not to win a major. So I got a little bit of a, uh, a, a, a queasy stomach over the weekend. Uh, up at Brooklyn this past week, but, but I like Sam Burns this week. Uh, if you look at the way he plays, the shorter type course, it should fit him. 
You look at the, the weeks he's won. He won at Innsbruck the week after the players. He won at Colonial the week after the PGA. Uh, shorter type courses. Not going to find a, I guess a, a shorter course than this. Uh, he improved his uh, finish each year at River Islands. So, so I would think that he's a, uh, a logical guy amongst like the guys shorter than 20 to 1 um, to, to win. And, you know, what you guys are talking about, too, about the, uh, uh, the baggage and maybe the scar tissue. I mean, how do you feel about, about a guy like Scotty Shuffler who is right in it very easily, could have won or at least been in a playoff? Does he kind of feel disappointed? Where is Burns? He was kind of out of the mix somewhat early on on Sunday for sure, and he doesn't have like the, the mental uh, concerns. I, I think that that someone like like Scheffler might have. So, but if Scotty Scheffler wins and plays well, it certainly wouldn't surprise at the bet at a, a bigger price. I want to take a shot on Burns. Bear, if you look down kind of at the middle of the market, and by and large over the last few years, if you really look at the prices that have cashed, you've seen a lot of guys kind of like 30, 40 to 1-ish. I know Revy in 2019 was 70 to 1, a longer shot, and a couple chalky guys mixed in there when Spieth won, when Bubba won here for the third time, but did you find anything kind of in that 30 to 40 to 1 price range that looked a little attractive to you this week? Yeah, yeah, Keegan Bradley at 35 to 1 to win and uh, plus around 240 or so to finish in the top 10 was something that I'd be very interested in. It's, I don't want to say it's a home game for him again, but he's going to have uh, a, a big supporting group in the, uh, in the New England course. He was a, a runner up here in 2019. I mean, yeah, he played really well at Brookline. I mean, he fell out of contention pretty early on Sunday, but, but again, that might be uh, a good thing. So he's not overly disappointed uh, that, that he didn't win or, miss a big shot late and be lamenting about that. Uh, you look at his uh, not last nine-stroke play events, beginning with the Arnold Palmer, five top tens, three top fives, a really good driver of the golf ball, um, and his putting has improved quite a bit as we saw him make a lot of putts uh, early, at least in the U.S. Open on Sunday, it let him down some. But, but I, I think in terms of like the, those mid-prices there, Keegan Bradley at 35-1, to 1, I think is someone that fits the bill for me. Bear likes to handicap the horses. Wes, if there's a horse for the course here, a couple of them, who, who would they be? Yeah, if you were to look over, I think, recent years, uh, Keegan Bradley certainly could be one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, had that runner-up, of course, of Chez Reby in 2019, a couple other top tens. And another guy, uh, Mark Leishman, always plays very well here. Brendan Steele, those were a couple guys that made my cards this week. And mm-hmm. those are guys you see get a lot of top 10s, top 15s, top 25s. So course form could matter here. But look, we've got a more quality field as well here. So we got to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see these odds adjusted at the top of the board. Oh, it's a really good field the week after a major. Uh, Chris, I'd love to talk college football win totals with you for a while, but this is a golf show, so let's get to it. i got to let you <laughs> run today. Uh, sum up uh, your best bets or what you're going to play for the Travelers Championship this week. All right, I'm going to play Sam Burns to win and Sam Burns to finish top 10. I'm going to play Keegan Bradley to win, Keegan Bradley top 10. And you talked about a horse for course. Uh, Patrick Cantley is a horse for course yep. here. Uh, I mean, he has had four straight top 15s at this event. This course kind of, I think, fits his M.O., um, any improvement from what he's had in the last four years here puts him right in the top ten. And you were looking for one of those mid-type of shots. I think Seamus Power is someone you could take a look at as well. I like him in that matchup, the head-to-head uh, against Sun J.M., and he's around uh, plus 250 or so to be in the top ten as well. Guy posted top 12 finishes in both the U.S. Open and the PGA. Um, five straight top 25s prior to the U.S. Opens up the Scoffat for uh, Sun J.M., the matchup that I'm, that I'm playing in. But it feels like 
you're left wanting more, expecting more uh, with Sanjay M. But if you look at uh, if you look at the year that Power has had and how he's improved as well as Cromwell, I think he's in a good spot. So I'm going to take Power over Sanjay M. And then uh, in those derivative markets as well. Seamus Powers on my card as well. Chris the Bear Felica, catch him on ESPN's Daily Wager Show. Bear, thanks for jumping on. Appreciate the time today. Of course. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Thank you, Bear. We got his best bets. Let's get to ours. I'll talk about mine quickly. Uh, We get to you, Wes. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is going to be a common play for us this week. He's three for three and made cuts here, tied for fifth in 2019. Uh, I thought... Joaquin played well in the first couple rounds of the U.S. Open. They kind of blew up with the 76 over the weekend and, and faded away. It doesn't – sometimes I think the week after a major, mm-hmm. the guys who were not in contention down the stretch right. might have a little bit of an advantage right. the next week. Yeah, and, they uh, get absolutely forgotten right. about it. And to your point on Neiman, I'm also on him as well. Top six in this week's field for strokes gain off the tee, I think that is going to be very important. By the way, you do have some thick rough here. It is about four inches thick, so you don't want to necessarily hit it in that stuff. The fairways are relatively wide, but you can take a lot of different angles at the at the pins here. But we've seen the Bombers, you know, win here, DJ, Bubba Watson, but we've seen plotters like Spieth, like Ken Duke, like Jez Reeby win here. So Neiman, I think, Really good off the tee. Also top six in this field for strokes gained around the green. Strokes gained par fours, as Bear mentioned. Par fours, especially 400 to 450 yards. Eight of the 12 par fours of a, are of that length this week. All right. Uh, Davis Riley, a guy I'm going to play too. 42 to one. And uh, Davis Riley's got four top tens in his last seven starts. He was top 15 at the PGA, tied for 31st at the U.S. Open. A former Alabama Crimson Tide player. Did you know Davis Riley was a top-ranked college player entering his junior year at Bama? I did know that, yeah, as a matter of fact. I figured of you course, did. Uh, JT, Justin Thomas, also yeah. a fellow Tide alum. Uh, how about Aaron Wise, former Oregon Duck who lives in Vegas? Uh, I'm going to go with Wise this week. He actually tied for 27th uh, last week, 68-68 to open. It looked like he was going to be in the hunt over the weekend at the open. And it didn't happen for him, but I think Aaron Wise at 50-1 to has got a shot this week in Seamus Power, who tied for 12th at the U.S. Opens. Another guy I'm going to play as a long shot. So we've got Neiman, Riley, Wise, and Power. Those are the guys on my card this week. And we were talking about Scotty Scheffler, by the way. And I I was trying to find a matchup that I could play with Scheffler this week, but I really couldn't find one that – that fit what I was looking for. He won four times in six starts. Mm-hmm. Wesley's winless in his last six, but he's got two seconds right. in there. I don't think Scotty Scheffler is the type of guy who gets rattled by that. He's he's a guy who seems like he's going to be in contention almost every Yeah, week. maybe he is built different because, yeah. you know, when a guy wins, and we talk, we saw this with uh, Brooks Kepka obviously being in the news today. It uh, looks like he is going to join the Live Golf Tour here at the beginning of July. And – you know, when he won those majors in a row, it's like, oh, my God, this dude's going to win like 10 majors. You know, we become POTM. <laughs> a prisoner. lot of people said the same thing yeah. about Jordan Spieth. Yeah, we become right? prisoners yeah. of the moment, you know, so to speak. And then it's like, well, we forget these guys get hurt and things happen and their lives changes. They get married. They have children, what have you. But Scotty Scheffler does seem like a guy that is built a little bit different that's going to keep continuing. So, you know, I never want to, when somebody gets hot like that, you know, totally jump all in on him. But he's showing that he's got staying power. And speaking of power, I'm also on power, Seamus Power, this week. I got him uh, just a little bit of a hair under 50 to 1. 
look, third at the Sony this year, ninth at Pebble Beach, quarterfinalist at the match play. So he's had really good finishes, but I've been really impressed at majors. Made the cut his first time at the Masters, which a lot of guys don't do. He's T27, T9 at the PGA, T12 last weekend at the U.S. Open. I think there's some signs that maybe a potential big-time player. I don't want to get too far ahead of the skis here, but Mm -hmm. that this is a guy that's going to win something big. This guy's going to win, you know, it's not going to be the Barbasol Championship, which is his blown PGA Tour win so far. This guy's going to beat a really good field in a really good event, maybe coming soon, and it might be this weekend. Uh, 66-67 over the first two rounds here last year before he finished 19th. All right, so who else do you have on your card in the final two minutes here? Uh, Your best bets, and also... Tell people where they can find your write-ups and your scouting reports for the other tournaments this week. Yeah, I'll start that. Uh, by the way, the DP World Tour over in Munich, Germany. We do have the KPMG Women's PGA Championship at Congressional Country Club this week and also the U.S. Senior Open. So those will be at vcin.com. The PGA Tour event this week, the Travelers Championship and the DP World Tour event, you get a point spread weekly. That'll be sent out to subscribers in the morning. But just to conclude the card, Patrick Cantlay, 15-1. I'm with Bear. Of any of the chalky guys, he was the guy like the best. Led the field off the tee in the final round at the U.S. Open on Sunday. Top 15 each of the last four years here. Mentioned that 60 shot back in 2011. Pete Dye guy, you know, call him Pat Dye. That was the Auburn coach, but maybe you can call him Pat Dye here because he is great on Pete Dye. Designs, uh, number one in this field, by the way. Sun JM, 30 to 1. I'm going to buy on the dip a little bit. Disappointed last week with a miscut at the U.S. Open, but four <laughs> straight top 25s seem to be rounding in the form. Top 10 in this field and strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained off the green. And of course, I mentioned I'm on you uh, with you on Neiman. Keegan Bradley also played at 35 to 1. First top 10 in a major since 2014 at the U.S. Open at Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. Last weekend at the Country Club, you saw how like pumped up he was to play in front of that crowd. He gets another home crowd here in Connecticut up there in New England. Uh, now back in the OWGR, the ranking top 50, two top fives, four top tens this year. I think he's going to go well and maybe get that elusive title that uh, eluded him back in 2019. Mark Leishman, 60-1, to one, who actually is a former winner here, 2012. One cut in 11 starts is all he's missed here at TPC River Highlands. Five times inside the top five. Third place last year when he was well out of form. 14th last week at the U.S. Open. Best outing on a approach of the season last week at the country club so his irons look like they're in really good shape and then brendan man of steel 65 to 1 11 appearances here and if you look he was third in 2011 13th and 13 fifth in 2014 17th and 2016 14th 2017 and 6th in 2020 13th at the players this year fourth at the zurich team event with keegan bradley ninth at the pga that was his best finish ever at a major and 10th at the memorial a couple weeks ago so four top 13s in his last six starts for one brendan Steele. all right let's cast some tickets this week just like Wes reynolds did on matt fitzpatrick at the u.s open brady cannon returns next week and uh, thanks to Chris the Bear Felica of ESPN this is Long Shots on VSIN the Sports Betting Network At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.